Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of the Giant Blue Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jack. Alongside me as always, Sean Guy. Back by popular demand once again, Iona Francis. And Hello. for the first time on this show, new special guest, Thomas Medina. Hey Woo! guys. Yay! It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> pleasure to have I'm you. the Giant Blue. Do we normally do the round of applause thing? Should we have done that? That was special treatment. I hope you're... Yeah. Uh, no, that's <laughs> just, yeah, well-deserved. <laughs> on my it's standard. Whenever yeah. you walk into a room, it's like if there's no round of applause, I expected you leave. it. <laughs> <Walk back> in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Darwin, local filmmaker. Yeah. How are we going? I'm very well. Um, I am very excited to be here. I'm also... I'm just going to send some little... Oh, sorry. Messages to the visual <laughs> viewers just while we go. <laughs> just FYI, if you're watching on YouTube, there you go. Something some special for the people throughout. who are yeah. um, <laughs> like yeah, if, you're, if you're listening to the audio version, Thomas you, you has just missed yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, and also, can I just describe for the audio listeners <laughs> that I am... <laughs> we know you've ruined it. <laughs> I, I am currently wearing my Star Wars The Old Republic t-shirt, mm-hmm. which, I, anus, which I won yep. eight years ago. And I've, I've been looking for an opportunity to wear it in a place that'll be um, admired and respected. Aww. And I thought here on the Giant Blue Podcast would be a good good place to, to wear that. Aww. Yeah. yeah. So. You thought wrong. I'm <laughs> no, just kidding. I'll well, I, I admire and respect you. And I like the shirt. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Yeah. You guys? No, Definitely. It's, great, yeah. it's actually a really great. good place to wear it. Should we do another round of applause? Should... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. one more round of applause, then we could Yay. move on. <laughs> I like it. It's a good place to sort of wear different shirts, I think, like nerd shirts and stuff like that, or things mm-hmm. that you want to plug. I've worn like stuff like that on the podcast before. Yeah, what happened yeah. now? You're just wearing a white shirt. Just a plain white shirt. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not yeah. sponsored by anybody. We, it's black and white. We should have like mixed it up. And mix and match. Kind of a I thought that. Well, that's like, it's like the light side and the dark side, because I'm, I'm like I trying to well. bring it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yin-yang. <laughs> Anywho. Because it's funny you were the Star Wars coach, because initially I was going to get you on a sort of Star Wars podcast, I think. Yeah, great. Because well, you were one of the, like, I finally found someone that, like, likes the new films. I feel wow. like amongst my friends, everyone's a bit sour on them. I'm okay oh, with them. But yeah. Anyway. We There's won't... a lot to discuss Last Jedi related, but mm. yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Man. We shouldn't, we're not going to dive into that today. <laughs> it's too much. Unfortunately. Mm. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> so real quick, some housekeeping from the last episode. I wish Michael was here to actually wreck on this, because one of the topics we had was, it was like the worst quality drop-off between sequels sort of thing so like a good first movie and then like what is like the word like the like the sequel that's like the worst like the biggest drop in quality sort of thing and i can't believe that we didn't mention spider-man 1 and 2 and then spider-man 3 because that was a huge drop-off like everyone Mm. was upset about that but i don't know looking at them now they're probably like all terrible i think i don't know they're all pretty cheesy they are they're all silly i feel like i'm one of the few people who still kind of likes them i don't know it's just a nostalgia thing for me they're a guilty pleasure for sure they're just amazing i just like the way the characters flow Mm. through the movies like even james franco's character i'm like yeah i I enjoy it i don't know yeah. Oh, I I always like James Franco, but I don't even when I was a kid I didn't quite like the Toby movies. Maguire. I just oh. didn't like. I just watched the first one. And I was like, ah. but it was like at that time we weren't flooded with superhero films. It yeah. was all you had, so you just watched that one. And like, um. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. <Thomas. laughs> um, more, more you guys got to watch the video, the visual <laughs> version of this. This, this is happening. This is going to happen throughout the whole thing. I actually quite like the third Spider Man as well. Actually. Well, I like all the Spider Man movies. I'm, I'm that guy. <laughs> But the third one makes me cry every time I watch it. Yeah. It's very sad. Well, I, think it's just, I think people just point to that dance sequence as like one of the worst of the sequences ever. When it's he has one like of the, the worst emo. sequences in yeah. all of film history. I, I know. Because two, two I thought was better than one. Yeah, I, I still Because of like the villain two. and some other things. And then three just had that. And I watched a video recently and it was like, 
all the villains, they all have good motivations. Like even like the Sandman, like his daughter, he's trying yeah. to protect Venom. It's like this cool kind of rival to Peter. It's uh, Eddie Brock. And then James Franco is like, there's been a build up lead up for three movies. So it's like all these well kind of narratives from these yeah. characters, but it's like, they just are all in the same film and that's why it doesn't work. And then they didn't learn anything with Amazing Spider-Man 2. I love Amazing Spider-Man 2 is my favorite of all of them. I know this is weird. So I'm, <laughs> I'm already getting a bit of give me, hate. Give me that iPad. I want to write something. <laughs> um, yeah, I wrote an essay on it in uh, uni. You're kidding. Because I just loved it so much. Yeah. yeah. I compared it to 2006 Robin Hood BBC series. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, with, great. Which one is um, that one? Is that with Alan Rickman? Is that that one? No, no, no. 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 Who's TV the guy? Show. It's, um... Um, it's got... Um, the guy from The Hobbit in it. Was it Richard Armitage? Richard Armitage, oh, yeah. that's right. Yes. Yeah. That fly is so um, annoying. Whoa, there's a fly. <laughs> there is a fly. The unwanted <laughs> fifth guest of the podcast. That's so funny because I thought that movie was trash. Yeah, that is funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's funny because everyone sort of says like, oh, Spider-Man Homecoming is like the best one. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, but... He has help. You know what I mean? It's like if yeah. it was like a like a, yeah. a like it was a if it was a race, like a two hundred meter race or something like that, and it's like all the three Spider Men, yeah. it's like, well, Tom Holland has like Captain America pushing him, like you know what I mean? And yeah, Iron Man. Iron so Man. it's like yeah. he's gonna win the race easy. Yeah. But in saying that, I think that's still like the strongest one. Yeah. I yeah. love that. I love I love all the Spider Man films, I think. Which is kinda <clears> weird. We have to rank them or something then. We should I actually them. like the first one, the Amazing Spider Man one. Yeah, I, yeah, I like, like the first one. Yeah. I thought that was fine. Yeah. I like the second one, how it just, Amazing Spider-Man 2, how it goes crazy. And the villain's motivation is just, Spider-Man didn't know my name. Yeah, I'm going to kill everyone. That's uh, what I did. Like, it was that so, was, that it was was, so yeah. heavy. I love like, that. It's like how, it was like, all right, we get it. He's like a weirdo. And he's like, gets like bullied. Like everyone, when he's walking to the street, everyone's just pushing him around. And he's like, excuse me, excuse me. I'm sorry. And yeah. And I'm just like, we get it already. Like yeah. no one is this like. I don't know. And then halfway through, they're just like, surprise, he's not the villain. It's like the Green yeah. Goblin dude. And then, oh. And Andrew Garfield's more emo than ever. His quiff is higher than ever before. <laughs> he's talking about going to England. It gets really sad at the end. There's a rhino. It's all going ridiculous. They're trying to Paul set up Giamatti's sequels. in that film, yeah. That's crazy to think of. They got to the end rhino. of that film, and I was like, we've not seen the rhino fight. And then I was like, oh, they're going to end it on that. Yeah, and yeah. Sure enough, where the trailer cuts is where the movie cuts, and then, like, credits. Yeah. yeah. Dane DeHaan is the Green Goblin. That's crazy casting as well. He's like, mm. I feel like he's Academy Award nominated, I think, for something. For something. Probably. Maybe. Certainly not Valerian. Did you see that? I did not. <laughs> yeah. He was so miscast in that. Yeah, he was. <laughs> it's supposed to be this cool, like, outer space hero, mm. and he's just this kind of he's he's like little guy. over him. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of weird, yeah. See, I think... I like him, though. I, I like say. him, too, yeah. I, I, what am I, I mean, because he was in Chronicle. I think that's where everyone's on the first mm. song. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that movie again. And then, like, I like Cara Delevingne. I think she gets a bad rap because of Suicide Squad. And everyone's like, she's so shit. And I'm like, that was a badly written character. That was just a bad everything. They were like, Cara, just dance. Just dance, Cara. And then, like, whoever's idea it was to, like, make her troops, like, she has to kiss them and she stuff like that. Him, yeah. She gets a bad rap. But already, I... It was like a like, horny 14-year-old wrote that film. That's who David Ayer's like. <laughs> or casted, yeah. maybe. I don't know. But, I mean, I just... Everyone's, like, already, like, she's, like, burnt in people's minds. Like, people just, like, yeah. she should go back to modeling and I'm like wow that's harsh yeah. I don't know I've not seen mind you she's though. a great model too <laughs> I'm a big fan of her work <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> anywho <laughs> should we jump into yeah. the first sort of topic yeah let's do that yeah. is it topic one 
<laughs> I'll fix it in post. The spelling mistake. Okay, thanks, mate. I, just, I should not look. There I should not look because yeah. then it can surprise me when I have to edit it or whatever it is. Because we were just talking about that. I don't know. Watching like the promo, and she was like, "What well, Sean said is really funny," and I was like. And Sean I didn't does. laugh at it too. <laughs> I was so upset about it. that's my that's my Well yeah, because everyone's too fun. focused on what they're saying, I suppose. You say some of the funniest stuff and it just goes completely <laughs> under the radar and then I'll I'll be editing it and I'll like that's really funny. <laughs> I remember in like the third podcast or something, Jack like faced with me, he's like, Sean, you said the funniest thing. I was like, when? And he's like, in the podcast, I only just heard it. I was like, oh, I'm editing it now. It was like we were talking about like movies like Guardians of the Galaxy or something. Mm. And you were saying, how come it seems like all the good movie, all the good music comes from the eighties? And I said, like, oh, we should make more eighties music. <laughs> and nobody like commented at the time. <laughs> and then like two weeks later, you were like, sure, that was hilarious. <laughs> I was it, like, okay. In this episode, we need to take really good note of Sean being funny. Mm. Okay. Just yeah, everyone be quiet. I'll just mute everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Because I recently figured out how to do that. We'll just call it out. If, you, <laughs> if, 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 I, if I think it's about to funny. be funny, I'll put my hand up. <laughs> That was one. That was one. Yeah. <laughs> on the on the podcast when you're editing it, just have like a flashing screen. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, so like, like joke incoming. Yeah. In three, two, one. Yeah, like, countdown uh, on screen. That's good. Uh, that's that's funny. funny, bro. How are your podcasts going, by the way? Oh, you do your own podcast. Right? Well, yeah. So I well I've started like fifteen or something <laughs> over the years, um, <laughs> and none of them are going regularly. Oh, no, well, there's one going regularly yeah. at the moment, but it's the it's the latest one that I started just a couple months ago. So, wait, um, you have your own podcast and you're on this one. Yeah, this is probably the most ambitious crossover event since oh, Infinity War. There it is. That was a little bit funny, Sean. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so embarrassing. I'm not saying anything funny for the rest of the night. Um, so most of my podcasts are dead. Oh no, they're. I'd, I'd love to bring them all back. Is the key. But um, I, I just, I sympathise with the effort that podcasting takes. So it's exciting that, about all this. Mm, um, I don't know whose having... idea was to do video. That yeah. just like triples the, the production time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good though. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's got lights and he's got, you know, crew in the background. And... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Shout out to our... Um, Sebastian. To our... Yeah. Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. Sebastian, get those yeah. graphics up every time Sean does a thing, right? <laughs> And make sure that, yeah. He does a brilliant job. He'll get and us he some more no water. Credit. Sebastian, more drinks. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Mm. All right, guys. Well, we've been chatting for, oof, 10 minutes. Oof. Maybe we should jump into things. Unless you just wanted this to be the podcast and we just all just talk shit for like an hour. <laughs> um, who's supposed to go first, though? Oh, no. I just don't. Is, it's not me, is it? I usually just go with my gut. Oh, like, I was going to go yeah. first. Great. And talk about. So, this is topic one is. I want to talk about the new Oscar category. Mm. And what is it called? It's most... Popular? Is well, that the actual it's, phrasing? Or it's that? Outstanding Achievement in Popular <laughs> Film or Best Popular Film. And the amount of jokes I've heard are so funny. Like, basically, it's the Black Panther Award. Yeah. <laughs> like, or it's the movie that made the most money award. That's or... what I thought it sort of was, like, the highest grossing, kind of. Like, there mm. would have to be a correlation, I guess. Yeah, it's the Fast and the Furious Award as well. It's yeah. just like... Yeah, yeah. And it's just... I just, I guess I just want to know, I've got some notes here, but I, I sort of just want to know what you guys think about it, because, yeah. Like, it's it's desperate of the Oscars, isn't it? I think mm. their numbers have been down the past few years. <coughs> no, that's what I've got here. So yeah. the ratings have been the lowest they ever were was this right. year, in 2018, and they've been going down ever since the 90s. Um, 
Is it because they're out of touch? Like, the movies... Like, it's an ongoing joke that no one's seen the movies that get yeah. nominated. Yeah. But that's the point, though, right? Like, yeah, because this award is basically, ah, oh, you made the most money in yeah. this year. Mm. Have something it's like, else. It's like... But it's like... It, 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 it's what shits me off about the best animated category. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you're not the best film, you're the best animated film. It's like putting you on, like, a lower shelf. And this is kind of like that. It's like, oh, you're best popular film. Like, you're not best <laughs> film, you know. It's like you're not best... well made, but people <laughs> like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, I don't know. It's, yeah, They so they've done, they've made this new category. And what they've also done is the second thing they've, they've put out. Ooh, Sorry, is, just um, admiring your screen. <laughs> Continue. Is, uh, they've now got a strict three-hour runtime. Which, because it was already kind of out of hand, it was like four and a half hours. But people are now mad at the three-hour runtime because they're like, "Oh, great, that's even less time to the kind of lesser-known awards like costume or makeup or like sound editing, like these best fields that people work so hard in, and they don't really get the recognition they deserve already." And now they're probably just gonna it's gonna be like on a title screen in between the commercials. It's like, "Wow, you missed it!" Like <laughs> so and so won for sound or something like that, and yeah. and it's annoying yeah. because they always have. It's like, well, if you want to cut time cut the guy cut the 20 minute monologue at the start like with Jimmy Kimmel or Seth MacFarlane or whatever it is like yeah. they always do these huge monologues and the person that wins is like hello yes I'm I'm from like I want to thank my and then they just like pull up they drag him off they're like oh time's up already yeah so that's like and they do thing. always attempt you know a funny like kind of sketch or something in the middle of the show oh, that usually yeah, isn't funny yeah. like oh, this year okay, I believe they, year, they, they went to the cinema next yeah, door yeah I thought that was very funny actually that. they yeah. went <laughs> in with like hot dog guns I thought that was really funny <laughs> but I thought yeah. my favourite was not this year's but it was the year before where it was just like a talk bus they all walked in. Yeah. And he was like taking them all through and they're all just like Oh yeah. <laughs> they're at the Oscars and they're like, Oh my god, that's Meryl Streep, oh my god, that's Tom Hanks. Like they were just like right in the front row. You made it sound like, better than in. I remember it, because I watch the Oscars every year and I, I always get shitty at that yeah, skit. I'm no, like, come I, on, move along. See, I always um, mean to and then I don't. I don't I just like Google the who won afterwards. Or I watch like a highlights thing or something like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> mm. I, I have Mondays off from work anyway, so I'll usually like put it on and then I'll just like sit and sit sit on the couch and I'll be there for the next like four and a half hours. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um. Do we have Uber yet in Darwin? I saw Uber guys with Uber shirts at Nando's, and in, I was like, Darwin. Oh, shit. Yeah, I think it's coming. It's coming it? to They're our audio ready. listeners. <laughs> in three, oh. two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like we're gonna get it eventually. To what? our audio listeners, he just showed up a sign saying "Hi, Oscar," which is this like app. But I don't it's know. A it's like it's a thing, and like it's in. Well, we Darwin. just we just making a joke. I, mean, I didn't, didn't know that. You didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew. Even, as soon as I started talking about, it, I'm like, he did. He, 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 he wasn't. I'm like, what's that's the segue that's, to Uber? That's giving you too I, I much mean, credit. I'm happy yeah. to talk about this. <laughs> I, I kind of ran with it, but I have to admit, I didn't know either. Oh, uh, it's <laughs> like an Australian Uber. It's called a High Oscar. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes know. sense why you brought it up. Yeah. I was I was confused. Okay. Um, but on the Oscars, I think. I don't know what the solution is because I feel like they do. I I watch it every year pretty much, mm. and I do get bored. I don't know what they should do about it because well, yeah, yeah. That's what, I mean. It's just what you were saying. Like, they did all the funny jokes and stuff like that, but then the joke is like the Oscars is like, we're, it's yeah. artsy yeah, and it's yeah, film. Yeah. It's like they should play into that. They should just make it super snobby and like <laughs> close doors and armed guards and there's like yeah. twenty people only like <laughs> the top tier sort of thing. Yeah. And it's very serious. There's no jokes at all. Yeah. <laughs> Or something like that. That would be funny. Because yeah. the fact that the Oscars are really boring, I don't think adding this topic will make it any better. I think it's just more diving into that whole snobbiness of, oh, well done, you 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 earned the most money. 
Like, I, I don't think it's necessary to be putting in there. I think mm. they should be, like, congratulating a field where not many people, it, like, gives them an opportunity to educate people on actually what happens behind closed doors and behind what actually happens in the production. Because everyone knows how much money mm. has gone into a film because they Everybody. advertise that. They advertise yeah. that, like, so much. But they need to, like, kind of, I think it's <coughs> kind of a good opportunity for them to educate people. To make it more of an educational thing than it is to be more of a congratulating thing as well. Because then that would make it less boring, is that you're kind of learning something. Because you don't really learn anything when you go watch the Oscars. It's more of just like a, oh yeah, okay, cool, they got this award, this person got this award. Oh, this person's really sad because they're congratulated. Like, they finally got there in the end and it's just like, oh... Mm. Yeah, I can see why it's boring. Like but if they I feel were like doing like sound topic... editing and it told us why they got that award or something. Is that yeah. what you mean? Like, no, but just like, just, I like think... why it stands out more. I mean, mm. I still get a bit confused between the sound editing award and the sound mixing oh, award. Yeah. yeah, I have I'm no like, idea. I'm like, I, I kind of get it. I mean, I tell people I get it. but I'm... And I mean, usually the same thing wins, which is just even more confusing. Yeah, so, it's yeah. like the Transformers or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But, um, oh... I think that's a great idea of including, you know, something interesting. Mm. Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't think adding an extra, I don't really like the whole idea of adding a new category because it's just like (coughs) diving into the more, oh, we don't have enough time to do this. mm. I feel it's already splintering the audience furthermore because it's like, there's like the artsy or Oscar bait sort of stuff and then there's like... uh, as, as a as YouTuber put it, the ghetto that, <laughs> that is the, like, the most right. popular stuff. Like, and it's just like, yeah, it's just like, like it's just splintered it. Furthermore, it's like, you can have all your superhero movies in this category sort of thing. They'll announce like, a new participation category. Yeah. Oh, you made a film. Well, I mean, I read something as well. People are annoyed that they're like, oh, great. They made like, yeah, the who made the most money award, but they didn't make an award that's like, that people have been clamoring for for years, which is best stunt work. Mm. Or like best sort of practical, or not maybe well practical effects and visual effects is now kind of rolled into one. And best Andy Circus, <laughs> yeah, best yeah. motion capture, <laughs> that's right. best motion capture performance. That's, that's like yeah, yeah, just sort of more creative stuff. These stunt yeah. guys work hard, sort of thing. Like yeah. a Mission Impossible, yeah. Imagine, yeah. Mission Impossible, movie. yeah, no. Who also yeah. might win. Imagine if, if that Tom doesn't Cruise. win sound editing and sound mixing, like I'm gonna riot. But yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> In the spoiler cast after this one. What do you think is going to win the popular though? Uh, Black Panther. Well, that was last year, was it? Well, can I? Can no, I? This year. Can I swing in a little bit here? Because sure. I've got. Yeah. Mm. I did a bit of research on this, and oh, there was okay. like a. Here we go. Yeah. <coughs> so there was like um, so, someone on Facebook put out a list of what would have won in the last like ten years if there had been a popular vote, you know, popular oh. Oscar. So like I kind of want to lose money, right, or something. Well, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that's all right. So I've got like I've got like a sort of a few things here I want to run you through because I think the way to look of it, because my gut was with the popular Oscar that it was a good thing because it was like uh, movies that deserve awards that aren't getting them basically. So I, I want to run this through you guys and see if you think that there are movies here that deserve awards that didn't get them, and if so, is the popular Oscar going to fill that gap? So, I'll give you a couple of examples. 2008, they had The Dark Knight. 2009 was Avatar. <coughs> and 2010 was Toy Story 3. That was what supposedly these people thought would have won the popular vote. Mm. And they, so, they were nominated for Best Film. Avatar and Dark... No, yeah. actually, no, Dark Knight wasn't. But Avatar was. That I'm was not Best sure. Film for I should have probably checked that. And I, I don't know. think Dark Knight was. But. No, no, but Heath Ledger 
won a an Oscar. A posthumous Oscar for supporting. Mm. And I think that's, I think, in my opinion, is what really was truly deserving of that. Yeah, was he that was a he, he took it to the Oscars and that he got that recognized, like, he got recognized for it. So then that puts that into yeah, a bundle yeah. of going, okay, cool. Um, Toy Story? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, w- I would have loved Dark Knight to win an Oscar. That's that's pretty much my whole mm. thinking there. Mm. <laughs> well, that was the thing, because basically, and it was 20... I think it was 2000 and... I've got 10 here, but I think... Yeah, I think it was 2010. They decided to... They made the Best Picture nominations. They, they changed it from, like, 6 to 10. And then in uh. 2009, they included things like Avatar and District 9, which didn't win, but, like, it was to kind of sort of play to, like, the more... Um, like yeah, mainstream yeah, yeah. sort of stuff, I suppose. Well, all right, so let, let's make a bit of a game out of it. So 2011, I got a couple of films here. I want you to tell me which one you guys think would have won best, most popular film. Mm. Okay, so Bridesmaids, Fast Five, Harry Potter um, 7 Part 2, <laughs> Ghost Protocol, and <laughs> Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1. Oh. <laughs> And I've got uh, the one that they think would have won. I don't know. Which Harry Potter was it, sorry? Part one or two? Uh, last part one. Two. Part two. Oh, I'll go Harry very, Potter. Very, very last. Yeah, I'd go that one. Yeah, I'd probably go that too. No, I I, I reckon probably the Bridesmaids. Because yeah. <laughs> right. the, I, I know that the part one was more popular than part two. Wait, what have you got? Bridesmaids, guys? Harry Potter. I'll well, go Harry two, Potter. Part two was much better than part one. Yeah, but... It's like a thing where, um, oh, I might be wrong. Anyway, yeah, keep going. Right. <laughs> There's minions on there. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> they haven't made the list at all. <laughs> Unfortunately. That's weird. They were robbed. All right, um, the lads have it. Harry Potter, apparently. Oh, okay. All right, all right, here we go. But the thing is, just, is like, would, did Bridesmaids get in the, you know, best comedy um, I, I believe that. so because that's like the Golden Globes, isn't it? They have best musical and best comedy rolled mm. into one, I think, and that's what right. Because I feel like as long as, like <coughs> um, as long as they get an award, I'm happy basically. <laughs> but yeah, you mean bridesmaids specifically? As long as they got an award, <laughs> yeah, um, that's just what I'm going for right now. Just okay. bridesmaids, <laughs> nothing else. Yeah. We'll give them the best giant blue podcast award. It's yeah. like a you know seven right. years later, but <laughs> it's just thanks the, for that. The problem again with this category is like it happens with the animation category. It's like I think. Up was nominated for Best Animated Feature Jeez. and also Best Film. Yeah. And so it's like if you're in both categories, like if you're yeah. if you're nominated for Best Film and you're an animated feature, you're also in the Best Animated Category. It's like, who's going to win the Best Animated character Category? Big surprise. Like it was Up. Like, it's yeah. going to be like that with this because yeah, the exactly. films that are like most popular and, you know, yeah. best feature, like Mad Max like, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, or like Interstellar or something Interstellar, like that. Like, yeah. like one of the Nolan sort of stuff or something like that. Right. Basically, everyone go watch, again, we bring it up all the time, Lindsay Ellis. She's got an Oscar bait video, a history, and it's, I don't think it's that long, but it sort of goes like where that term kind of came from. Because like, it's yeah. hard to believe that Star Wars was nominated for Best Picture when that came out. Star mm. Wars was like an achievement mm. of cinema. And mm. It's like something that kind of changes cinema and redefines stuff. And, and it lost to Penny Hall. Sorry? It lost Star Wars. Oh. Didn't win. <laughs> any, oh. any horror one, I think. That, well, that part I, I forgot to look up. But all I know is it was there. <laughs> Sorry. But also I'm Star Wars bad. is like arguably the most popular film of all time and made the most money of all time. I think if you adjust for inflation, I believe Star Wars. Maybe it's, like, it's like gone with the wind and then it's like Star Wars or something like that. So yeah. it's like that was the best, highest grossing film of that year and it was nominated for Best Picture. Like, and so there's kind of been this sort of weird, weird decline where... 
studios because Star Wars was a kids film, so studios now are like going. They like focus on more kids stuff, and so things aren't really that smart and whatnot. God, I'm gonna have to check these like time codes every time they pop up. <laughs> do you want to do another year? I don't even know or, what I'm talking yeah, about no. anymore. Yeah, I want to do another year. All right, finish play the game. <clears throat> All right, let's let's play the game. All right, 2012, The Avengers, Dark Knight Rises, Hunger Games. Skyfall or the first Hobbit? That was a very good year. What year was that? 2012. That was the year the world ended. <laughs> yeah. Why isn't 2012 on that? Was it? Yeah. The movie. <laughs> because that movie came out. Yeah. <laughs> I, that movie. That, that, it that was a great out, film. It yeah. came out in 2009 or something like that. Oh, did it? It wasn't in yeah, 2012, okay. I don't think. It was that a makes few sense, years before. Okay. I guess. Because uh, they were like, I think... if it doesn't, like, because if. if... <laughs> <laughs> They were like, what's your marketing strategy for this film? It's like, we have to get it out before the world actually yeah, ends. They're like, they're like, it probably won't, but if it does, they're like, they're like, is there any way we can spin this? And they're like, no, no, there's no PR viral marketing. They're like, if, if shit's happening out there, they're not going to want to go into a cinema and watch No one's going to buy tickets if the world is... 2012 merchandise... <laughs> Oh my god! I survived the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what was the name of the main actor? They're just was, like they're um, like they're like oh, it's like everything's collapsing all the okay, and it's like guys, well, it's, it's like twenty twelve. They're like too soon, too soon, too soon, too soon. It's like the I read something about that recently. The Deer Hunter movie, like yeah, the Deer Hunter. It's about Vietnam. Apparently, that movie only came out like two or three years after Vietnam War ended. Jeez. Like, wow. and that's why people were just kind of like, well, like nobody saw it. And then it's yeah. like, over time, Too it's silly. like being appreciated more. It's like, oh, anyway, that's, yeah. that's funny. Yeah. That's know. interesting. Um, um, I'm I think, thinking the Avengers. <laughs> I think Avengers was on that list, so I'm going to go Avengers. Oh, shout out to the first Hobbit. I really oh, love the first Hobbit. But you got it. You... <laughs> Sorry? Nothing. The worst one? I said the slowest. Oh, I, disagree. I don't know. I, I love that. I, I love the films. We should rank them. I enjoyed them. We'll just rewatch them. I, I do think they get. I, I think they, I do think yeah. they get worse. Yeah, it's interesting. I think the first one's like perfect. The second one's fun, but it's very heavily like Hollywood yeah, yeah. execs being like, "Yeah, put a girl in there and a love romance and a mm. dragon." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. And then the third one is just a big old mess. But that's another interesting. Topic. Yeah. Um, yeah, Avengers for me. Good call. Your one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was probably what's, too easy. Is this uh, scientific? Like, what's no. What is the winner here? It's just what the internet says? It's what... It's okay. I was like, what, what was most popular? Shout out to Watch Mojo. It's what Watch Mojo said. Yes. Oh, I, wanna, I believe Watch Mojo. I don't want to plug Watch Mojo. So, just bleep that out like, or something. Top 10 shoes and disaster movies or some, whatever they're up to now. Like, they're really scraping I, the bottom I, of the I had to find a list. Yeah, yeah. Short, no, fair short notice. All right, I'm a bit out of it, by the way, yet. guys. Like, if I sound croaky or, like, I'm not super on top of it, that's um, a little bit under the weather, and I, I should have researched more into the sort of decline into the Oscar bait <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Basically, there's an episode of Extras where Kate Winslet's like, she's like, oh, I know how to win an Oscar, and she's like, I just have to like be in a World War Two movie, and like, and or like, she just lists like all these things, like have like an illness or something like we, that. We, and, that yeah. is a fantastic TV show, is the Extras. <laughs> Last week we were watching those fake trailers for like Oscar winning films and stuff. They were really <coughs> funny. Like the music swelled and it was like, now mm. say something about your, you know, I don't know, <laughs> the supporting character who you know is going to die tragically or something. It, that was funny. We mm. should link that. Mm. Mm. Alright, here's another one. Here's another one. 2015. Uh, the Martian. Jurassic World, 
Avengers Age of Ultron, Creed, Mad Max, or Star Wars The Force Awakens? I am going to go... Star Wars Force Awakens. I'm going to go Mad Max. I'll go Jurassic World. Ooh. Ooh. You're split. I like it. (laughs) What did you say again? What was each other? (laughs) I I, I said Mad Max. Mine was Star Wars. Mine was Jurassic World. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Of course it was Star Wars. What? Force Awakens like, I'm like oh. it was huge. I and they were saying wait, 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 how wait. it was like <laughs> I wasn't trying to uh, guess. I was giving you what I my my personal opinion. Oh. Am I not playing the game? Am I not playing the game right? Yeah. <laughs> the safe bet goes for best picture. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just I would have gone Mad Max <clears throat> as well, I think. <laughs> um and what all right, one more. All right, one more. And last we'll one. Jump last one. All right. 2017, last year, okay, last year. What movie do you think would have won most popular Oscar according to... Now he knows the rules. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just um, giving my favourite. That's why I was like, I really like The Hobbit. Like, just, I'm, I'm having my own wow. like, no paying we, we need a camera just on you. Yeah. All right, 2017. I miss my camera on me where I can just sort of look at it. Like, oh. <laughs> There's not one there. Where did it go? Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> budget cuts. <laughs> we had to get you on somehow. Yeah, <laughs> season two. It was gone like down, uh, Thomas Medina, a new camera. Like, uh. uh, Sebastian actually dropped it and broke oh, it. Yeah, that's uh. Just kidding, dude. Sorry. It's relaxed. All right, 2017. Get out. Wonder Woman. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Logan. It, the Stephen King one. There's a lot here. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, or Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, this one's harder. None yeah. of them stand out in particular. You mean, I think, I say think it again. Got to be Star Wars. Beauty and the Beast. That's mm. live action. I think it was pretty good. Guardians Volume Two, Stephen King's It. That probably would have been my. Or Logan. Logan's good. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I'm not trying to throw you off here. Wonder <laughs> Woman, which Jack loves. Or get out. It's you either... sound like I'm the only one that like everyone liked that movie. Wonder Woman, Wonder which, Jack which Jack likes. Yeah, <laughs> that on the poster. Wonder um, Woman was a film that you liked, all right? Yeah, okay. Wait, hold on. But that's fine. not the rules of the game, is it? It's film which one Jack liked. It's fucking which one did the best. Um, and I'm gonna go with Star Wars because Star Wars always makes a shit ton of money and everyone I'm likes Star Wars. I'm gonna say either Beauty and the Beast or that one, yeah. Mm. Or um, now I've forgotten the other one. Logan, it Guardians, <clears throat> get out. Star Wars. <laughs> probably, I'm going to say, probably Guardians. It's either Beauty of the Beast or Guardians for me. Okay. Yeah, I can easily see it being one of those. But I'll go Star Wars as well. Star Wars, Star Wars, and you're wrong. It was Wonder Woman. <gasps> wow. Oh. Be upset. Shoes went with... Yeah, what, if that was the one time you should have gone with the one that you liked. I don't know why I didn't score that. We were playing a game and now I don't know who won. Mm. Oh, I had a whole bunch of stuff sorry. from the IMDb Top 250. I looked at like Oscar movie winners that had that in there and there's a bunch of them, but I can't bother going into them. We need to move on. So let's, let's, do it. let's, let's wrap on. that one and move on to mm. Topic 2. Let's go with you, Sean. Actually, no, let's go with Thomas. Well, that was kind of mine. Well, that was I mean, I can do another one if you want. <laughs> All right, then. We'll go with you, Thomas, then. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I was going to bring up um, um, basically cinema... Cheers. Subs- Creaky. Sorry. Mate, calm down. <laughs> I'm talking here. We're starting my topic. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Someone's actually having sex just over there. And all we can hear is... Uh, <laughs> just the creaking. All right. I'm just going to wait for this. You guys want some water? Yeah. Let's let's do this while uh, oh yeah yeah yep. okay all right you guys have a drink I'll start the talk just talk we can all hear you. I don't know that's so good what um, I was saying so, so 
Cinema Guys, shut up. He's trying to cinema talk away. Subscription I'll services. <laughs> oh, shut up. Shut up. He's getting out of hand. Cinema subscription services, which um, they've got some in America so far. None have come to Australia yet, but in America they've got... Oh, I... Um, the biggest one is called Movie Pass. Mm-hmm. Have you guys heard of it at all before? Mm-hmm. I have heard of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I hadn't. I hadn't. Yeah, Generally. well, from my knowledge, it's like you pay however much a month and mm. you get like... You can go to the movies as many times as you want. Yeah, like, totally. And it's started... for some reason, And for some reason, people hate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it started in America like um, quite a few years ago. And <laughs> over the years... It, the system, they've changed it basically a bunch of times because they're trying to work out, you know, what's a good, what will people pay and how do we get lots of people paying mm. the subscription to go see movies each month. Wait, so and, it's a subscription um, to a cinema, it's not like an online. Uh, no, it's no, a I subscription think. to basically all cinemas in America. What? Movie passes. So, Why would people um, want that? So pretty much it's $10 a month. Mm. Um, $10 a month? You can see pretty much up to one movie a day. Yeah. Um, and... The problem is you can't buy you can't buy more than one ticket, so it's like they're trying to work out. A lot of people complain about that, how they want to go with like a friend, and then so they get their only... thing. <laughs> can't they just um, subscribe themselves? It's not like Netflix there's... where you can leech off of like someone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. There's oh, there was like oh, quite a few issues. They've had like a lot of issues with the app. <clears throat> Apparently, it's really bad. Mm. You can't book. App. Yeah, so you um, subscribe online. They give you a card and then you have an app and you essentially link the card up to the app and then it's like a credit card mm. and you go and you have to be at the cinema and book there on the app to use the credit card. People and people want to like book in What's advance. What's the point and of stuff? having an application if you have to be there to use it? Yeah, that's and um. I mean, it's still to me, it's worth it for the ten dollars a month. That's yeah. like if Talk, I went to the cinemas every day, I'd be Talk, paying like twenty cents a movie. Well, I own a pretty spot on that. Yeah, exactly. And well, that's just the so problem. What? The $10 a month thing, and they were offering... You could see a movie every day for $10 a month mm. at, at cinemas. And basically, um, they were criticised, like, how can you actually afford to keep this up? Um, because they have to pay the cinemas, of course. Um, movie Pass do. So, um, and they have really struggled to keep that up. They've run out of money earlier this year. I think last month, they had to cancel... They turned off the whole movie pass service for a day because they were like, mm. oh, we need to find some new funding, actually. Um, and so now they've just changed the system a bit. So you can see, I think, three movies a month for $10. Yeah, that's um, better. And they pick what movies, and they're putting in all these new rules and stuff. But essentially, ideally, it's yeah, just in a subscription service where it's kind of cheaper to see a lot of movies at the cinema. Well, I like the idea of it. I mean, I, I would have to pay like it 60 like, bucks a month yeah. if, if, if it was getting me like 10 to 20 <coughs> movies, because mm. that's still like yeah. a it is. You're still saving money, especially, I would assume, us guys, because we go to the movies all the time. Yeah. But um, it's, I don't know, I do like the idea. I think it's such a good idea. But I don't like the whole idea that they give you a credit card. Um, I like the, I would like it. If um, I would subscribe to it if it was just an app and that you booked online and you rocked up the next day and you go, hey, because you know how like you go online and they go, you should oh, stop would talking you and you should patent your idea. And make it <laughs> I own a pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll subscribe to the I own a pass. Yeah. <laughs> but you're so essentially, you know how like when you book online to or 
buy anything online, it comes up with, oh, you want to use PayPal or credit card or gift voucher, you would have the option of MoviePass. You click in and you go, oh, this is my account. Just like Netflix, you log on. Oh, yeah. And they go, cool, that's, that's two movies ticked off. Your three-month pass. Come and enjoy your film. And and then yeah. that way, you can, if it's three movie, three tickets, or you could do four, so if you're a couple, you can see two movies together for... Um, and then again, I think you shouldn't be typing all this. best ideas. So it's just like a thing where I, I think it would make it a little bit more easier. And if that came, if that idea came to Australia, I would so subscribe because that would be beautiful. But what they're currently got going, I don't like, and I don't like how. Ultim- I, yeah, I don't know. Ultimately, it's just... it, sound, it sounds like it was a good idea and it just wasn't executed as well as it mm. could have been. I yeah, I mean, everything's going subscription. Hey, there's more and more subscription. Yeah, and it's I, all I, music yeah. and video now. Yeah, and I, I love the arguments yeah. that people say. It's like Spotify is like, what, $40 a month for all the music in the world. <laughs> like, yeah. what else? And, like, mm-hmm. and people still yeah. complain. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, and I have Netflix and I don't even think about it really like I, I, I go like months like I don't even check it or use it but it's just like I like knowing that it's there and it's like that's the, key, and yeah. it, that's the thing and it's the convenience and that's what they've doubled down it's like it is just convenient like I can have it on my phone on my computer on my Xbox and I just like load it up and I just like I'll just yeah I'm like if it's not on Netflix, I get like annoyed, you know. But not at Netflix, I get annoyed at like other. Th- oh, I guess I do. I'm like, I'm like Netflix should have everything or something like that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm keen for it to come to Australia in some form. Mm-hmm. There are some other companies starting up in America too. It's competition, mm-hmm. maybe yeah. trying to do it better. Um, and some of them are just like the cinema chain itself. So yeah. there's a chance, just like here, yeah, event cinemas or village could just start doing Which it just for I their cinemas. Would work. They probably should. I mean, they kind of had the point system, I guess. It's like yeah. every six, every what is it, every six films you, you see, see one you free. See. That's right. Discounted. Like I saw Mission Impossible Fallout, and it was the VMAX just showing. They were just like, "Hey, do you want? You've got enough points here for like a discounted ticket." And I'm like, "Done." <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like sure. <laughs> like it was like from thirty to like twelve dollars. I'm like, yeah, of course. It's you like, going to the cinema? Hey, do you want to pay less to see this movie? I'm like, no. <laughs> I hate myself. Can you yeah. actually charge me a bit more? It's been one of those. Days. It's like a play. It's like the it's like the frequent flyer miles. I'm trying to get to like a million points. Yeah. And I'm like, sir, please, you've got thirty free tickets on here. <laughs> and I'm like, no. I want- <laughs> I'm waiting to meet Spielberg or something like. Well, yeah. the thing, a VMAX ticket is what, like $19, 20 bucks, something like that. So yeah. with Telstra, if you're a Telstra, you can already yeah. get them for sixteen fifty. And then me and my friend Mitchell, we, we go to the cinemas so much and we got those uh, card things. What are they called? The um, Cinebus cards. The Cinebus cards. Mm. Yeah. So we've used that so much that so now we get discounts through that as well. Mm. And they're like, you could see any movie for the rest of this month or something on for 15 bucks. Mm. It's like, okay. So, like, I mean, yeah. I guess it's, yeah. if it's a value for money thing, I'm always for it. But well, someone posted in one of your groups, they were, like, selling one of those things. It was, like, $100 for, like... that. That's just, like, a gift bag <coughs> thing, I think. Yeah. But you can get... But like, I thought it was a good idea. Yeah, because it's, like, if you buy a pack of 10, you know, tickets in mm. advance, you get it for, like, the price of nine. Yeah. It's, like, it's a simple, you know... Yeah. Thomas, did you have any more you wanted to add or talk about? Oh, well, just my... um. Well, basically, because this is all trying to get more people to go to the cinema, isn't mm. it? So, um, just my idea to compete with Iona Pass, <laughs> basically. Um, I would love Iona Pass. Iona Pass we is the goal. We should play Shark Tank with our uh, guests. <laughs> <laughs> um, Iona Pass is the idea. Yeah, so I'm trying. I'm like, I don't go to the movies. Why? Why should I? How are you going to get me? To come well, okay. Here's the yep. pitch, all right? 
<laughs> I don't want to pass this in town yet. So you need something in the meantime. I'm going to offer you that. Okay. Actually, this, this so might you're gonna be, be better. you going to beat it to the market. <laughs> I like that strategy. You're just like, you're like, it's not as good, but it's out now as opposed yeah. to waiting however long. So, <laughs> you got me. And actually, if you decide that this is better than Iona Post, that's fine. I'm, I'll be okay with that. Um, but I think this would be great if I think yeah. when you pay full price to see a movie at the cinema, you should own that movie digital on digital for the rest of your life. I think that'd be perfect. If you see a movie, you own it, and then even then, I wouldn't mind if ticket prices are high, because I I see any movie, I've got it. I quite like that idea. I quite like it, it makes too. It so simple. <laughs> well, no, because what if you hate that movie? No, but you have <laughs> you own it. You don't get forced to watch it. No, they don't yeah. ring you up once I a year and you're like, remember library. you saw this movie last July? Watch it again. <laughs> I feel like that's gonna. But like every movie that I'm on the fence about, I'm like, I don't know if I want to spend fifty dollars on a ticket because then if I don't like it, I'm stuck oh, with this digital copy because you're thinking, that follows yeah. me everywhere. What if it's an option? Yeah. Oh, the digital bundles are $20 for a ticket or $30 and you get it forever. I was with you so far. I was like, this is a cool idea. Yeah, like Avengers. I'm like, yeah, like let's just do it. Like, no, I'm totally off it now, actually. I think it's a terrible idea. The first thing that I jumped to was... Like, <laughs> I'm not the best, was it? Um, what do they call it? Like, uh, when they test like the guinea pigs? What are they, uh, yeah. what, what are they, what are they, no, you're a great guinea pig. No, market research. What do they, they call it? I don't know. Canvas Animal um, abuse? You know, they do uh, fairly few. They have a yeah a pool a, of people, like a control panel, sort of thing. yeah, uh, control. Uh, cute, what do they call it in games? Cute. Yeah, <laughs> we nailed that. Like a, yeah, <laughs> nobody knows the word for it. Let's edit that out. What, of the what do they call it? Like <laughs> no, a sample size of people, like a beta, like. <laughs> so <laughs> they subjects. put it out. Yeah, test subjects, but but they have like test audience, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, there's a name for it, but I can't remember. I don't know. Hmm. No, I am worried though. Sorry. <laughs> no, the f- like I like that idea, but I just automatically think about like if you're already trying to sell your DVDs, it's just become a lot more harder, so that people start accumulating more and more DVDs into their homes. Well, see, I, that's like, why I like this idea. You said digital, and I thought that was awesome. Oh, is it? Do you say digital? We'll go digital. Okay, yeah, I like digital. <laughs> 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 Big line <through> the DVD. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean people don't watch videos anymore? <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like even on the Xbox now, like in the store, it'll it like I swear it was like I saw the Last Jedi, and then I was like on the Xbox, and it was like buy Last Jedi right now, and I was like, huh? And then you click on it, it's like you can pre-order. I can like hmm. I can pay it fucking six months in advance. It's like <coughs> I <laughs> who's like that high on the movie? They go home and immediately pre-order it. Like like. <laughs> <laughs> also that's another I just, thing I just, I just it's like you can pre-order it and it's like it's not going to come out for forever but you can still buy it I guess right, wait wait can it's I just shark funny. tank now it's my turn my turn my hold turn. on really quickly alright and then that's my another thing <laughs> another <laughs> thing about Thomas your idea is oh, it opens up to so much more pirating so that companies uh, so that movie companies don't earn it because if one friend goes and sees they go oh here's, here's a movie it'll ship or they go, point. oh, this is a really great film. Here's it for free. Well, then you just it make just it that you can't it. share your digital copy then. That's yeah, they'll There's always a find problem. a way of capturing it, won't they? If, yeah. if anyone's got a high-quality copy, they'll... No, I, well, I guess, I guess the digital copy just doesn't get sent to you until it's not in cinemas anymore. That's so. like... Oh, yeah. 
good point, Sean. So it's like two weeks, but it's still quicker than waiting for Netflix. Mm. I mean, I think mm. the, the point of your thing yeah. is that it's not competing against DVD sales because people don't really buy them anymore. It's competing against like Netflix and stuff. Yeah. It's like, do you want to own like the hundred movies <laughs> that you've seen in the last year and wanted to see? Or do you want to own 10,000 movies on Netflix that you're never going to watch? Yeah, the point is you're going to go to the cinema and not just have a temporary experience. Exactly, it's a lasting, it's more lasting yeah. experience. And there's always the case of the people, <laughs> I, I'm so sorry, I'm like absolutely throwing around I like this there. idea. Can I watch it? Can I watch it at the same time? And have on the iPad and on the big screen? Like, I'm just kind of... No. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so here's, here's the idea for the Sean Pass. That was, that, no, that was stupid, yeah. That, that was... That, that that's, was that's where we draw the line, Jack. Well, do you remember on the very first podcast that we put mm. out, we talked about this, so a little bit. We talked about subscription services and we the cinema. We did a little bit, yeah. And how, like, it's cinema... People aren't going to the cinema as much because they prefer to just stay at you home and watch there, on TV. You guys just guests. Yeah. But, like... Because I, I, like... I like going to the cinema. Like, so do I. Why? Yeah. No, I do too. I just I like that experience, cinemas. I think. It's, Absolutely. Because we, t- we, we talked about it on that podcast. We can, we can link that, I suppose. <laughs> or just put in a clip. But like, because when you watch it at home, <laughs> it's like, you go, when you go to the cinema, you're in kind of this space where everyone does turn off their phone. It's like, we are watching yes. a movie. Yeah. Whereas at home, it's like people get up and they chit chat and they're on the phone and stuff like that. And it's like, not as an immersive experience. I think oh, people yeah. have and it's lost not... that concept of value for money <clears> because now everyone's like, Netflix is $14 and it gives me 10,000 movies. Yes, this is the best value for money ever. It's like, yeah, but it's not because you don't even watch those films. You know, you put them on in the background while you're playing Overwatch or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people or like people just don't like, or people just like watch it on their phone or something yeah, like that. And it's, it's like, I really don't think, and I guess maybe it's like the art person in me. It's like, I don't, that's not the way I think the director intended you to watch that. Yeah, and that's yeah. the big joke. It's like, I think Ryan Johnson tweeted about The Last Jedi. He was like, The Last Jedi is meant to be experienced on a plane in 4x3 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. behind someone's seat. And it's like, yeah, like, it's, yeah, you go to the cinema and it's like the best visual, the best sound. Not always, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the VMAX cinema is really It's good. much more immersive. Like, that's what you're paying for. And it's like, that's the way the director probably intended for you to watch it. And you're getting the best experience. And I think I said this on the other one. It's like, the cinemas have been around since cinema was a thing. Like, that's how you saw a movie, was you had to go to the cinema because mm-hmm. people didn't have televisions and stuff like that. And I just find that really kind of cool. And, and I don't so, think it's going to die. I think the, the oh, death yeah. of the cinema is well over... Uh, <clears throat> you think it's overblown? Yeah, yeah. I don't I'm a little worried. Mm-hmm. I think people just don't go out as much. But mm-hmm. Or it is going to... turn. I mean, what well, that's already happened. Is it's these big event movies that get it, like Avengers or Jurassic World mm-hmm. or Star Wars. Like, the smaller films... Don't. But then smaller films you don't often have to see on the big screen because you want to see like the That's effects. That's tricky because yeah. I would go and watch more like Oscar <clears throat> films, but they don't always come to Darwin because it's a smaller cinemas. So it's like a it's if, like a yeah. vicious cycle. If I had I own a part, I would oh, see every movie in the me cinema too because it'd be cheaper. Yeah, <laughs> I'd or, go much more often. Well, what's yours called? <laughs> um, uh, Tom Pass. Tom Pass. <laughs> Tom <laughs> but it's not a subscription service. <laughs> Tom yeah. Pass sounds like I don't know now because it's like pass. It sounds like you're like compass. passing on something. No compass. Yeah. Tompus. Oh, yeah, you pronounce it like compass. Tompus. Tompus. Yeah. I don't want it anymore. Uh. <laughs> that's the thing. That, that's the other issue here. Is I'm already going. I own a pass. I can't afford Tompus as well. Netflix, well. I didn't know you already Hulu, had it. Netflix, Stan, Hulu, Spotify. That's the problem that's these the problem. days. It's, so many subscription services. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's everything now. Like, yeah. I thought about getting YouTube Red the other day. Yeah. Like, and stuff like that. Because you can download it. Imagine if there was just one streaming service with every movie ever made on it and it costs like a hundred bucks a month. <laughs> Would you guys do that? 
I that's not consider my piece, it. Like, if it had music much? in, like say hundred bucks. Yes. Right? If it was including it music, no, yeah. literally every movie ever. Well, yeah, and I, music. I, I guess so. For me, it would be movies and music. Then yes, because I'm already paying subscription for my music. Mm. If I could just cancel it all and it to be all in one, I'm happy yeah. to pay that money because it's just organized. Yeah, because currently I just off and on a bit, like uh, Netflix for a while, and then I'm like, oh, I've watched most of the stuff there. Something cool is on Stan. Go yeah. Stan, then Amazon. But do you cancel your subscription? Yeah, music? yeah. Do you? Yeah. Try and month to month it a little bit. Well done. I guess. I miss I miss having like Stan as well. I miss having the both of them because you go on Netflix mm. if it's not there, you go on to Stan, but it's like yeah. I just I don't know. I felt weird having both of them if it was just me paying. Like if you live with like roommates or or anybody, I suppose like more than yeah. one person, someone can get Stan and then you get Netflix and you have best of both worlds. Yeah. But now I hear. Well, DC just launched their streaming service with Titans or whatever it is. Disney's getting theirs. Disney is yeah. starting their I'm one. I'm okay with the Disney one, I think. That'll be huge. I'm okay they get so much content <laughs> now. Well, that's I, just, it's like want that everything one. Marvel, everything Star Wars and everything Disney. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be on that. And they'll probably get more stuff as well. I'm already annoyed by how I have to subscribe to it because, yeah, it'll have everything, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because I guess what will happen to the Netflix Marvel shows, I guess they'll just be isolated on Netflix or something. Like, or I assume they would take them back I don't know how the well, rights because the rumour was that Disney was going to buy Netflix and then Netflix right. were like no we're good and then Disney was like fine then and then they were like got to work yeah like, we do our own file <laughs> yeah, file new project yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like net, like Disney Netflix if you can't buy them beat them <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> how, do you think, how do you think we got rich yeah <laughs> Right, wait, wait, I want to quickly pitch Sean Pass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Give me, give me. I thought you just did. I thought you just did. No, no, no. No, that was just different. Okay, give me 30 seconds. All right. What you do. <laughs> okay, you pay, you go to the cinemas, right? You come out of the cinema and then you pay for the ticket. Radical, I know. You pay for the, no, but wait. You can, you decide. You decide the price of the ticket. If it's going to be 15, 20, 30. Yeah. You get to decide if it comes with the digital copy, the DVD copy, the soundtrack, the merchandise. Oh, the soundtrack! Oh, yeah! Fuck yeah! Sean Pass! This is actually great. Okay. I thought it was going to be terrible for a second. <laughs> I do like that. You're about to go in like, like to make sure that you watch the movie. It's like a club. That like, yeah. You're like, did you see? You're like, yup. Yeah. Like, and then no, you know, you a security guard or something who's like, no, no, no. You can't get out. Dude. My immediate thought was like, if, like what I said, if you don't like the movie, then you can be like, nope, I'm not paying. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're going. I, like, want, I, I want, think that was worth three dollars. I, like, <laughs> I, like, I don't want to give the director any more of my money because that's the problem. Is like all yeah. these movies make so much, and producers go, hey, this movie made a million dollars. I'm like, they're like, but so nobody liked it. Like, <laughs> nobody. And they're like, I don't, that's a million, billion dollars. Like, <laughs> was it like Alice in Wonderland made like a billion, Tim Burns one, so they made that sequel, yeah. which nobody saw. Maybe you saw, I don't know. I saw I it, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> These guys both just started yawning. So I was just thinking about Sean Pass a bit more. Yeah. And yeah, awesome. So wait, wait, you pitch it before you go in how much money you think you want to no, 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 you no. watch it and then you decide. You basically get but the extras when totally you come out. Leave, yeah. No, yeah. Well, yeah. So you can just buy the ticket or you can buy add-ons. Mm. Is that what yes. you're saying? Okay. I like that as add-ons. long as the add-ons... Were like, like heavily discounted from you know just yeah. buying them standalone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not seen, twenty dollars yeah. for a movie; it's like five or something. <laughs> That's right. So if you buy all the add-ons, your ticket's like forty bucks. But you got the movie forever and a shirt. 
<laughs> Remember when That's we, pretty did a, cool. we did a games like podcast and you were like, and we were talking about how <laughs> we were talking about how there's all these loot boxes and things like that, and you were like, you can't just buy a game anymore. It's like you have to buy all this, this, and it has the DLC, and you don't know what's in it. This feels dangerously close to that. In fact, that'd be Jack Pass. It's like <laughs> mine, <laughs> mine's like sponsored by EA. It's like forty. It's like mine's like it's like you watch mine, the first half yeah, of a movie. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. Mine's six dollars. Mine, mine's four dollars a month, but you get half the film, and then if you like it. Then you pay an extra ten dollars, and then you get the rest of the film. Oh my! You can God. pay to get rid of the scrolling ads at the bottom of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> There's all this sponsored stuff all over it. You unlock characters, yeah, so yeah. like if you don't pay the extra no, that, dollar that, yeah. for Finn or, or Poe or something, you just have like a chart <laughs> outline of. <laughs> I meant to do that when we had Matthew on the podcast. I meant to do that for the thumbnail. I meant to black him out, uh, like like and, and be like, if you want the deal, the Matthew DLC, <laughs> then you have to pay, pay an extra, extra six dollars yeah. sort of thing. That is That's exactly funny. Exactly. Yeah. <coughs> Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just oh, like all the effects are unfinished or something like that. Yeah. That that would be it. It'd be the, the you'd pay. You know how games have uh, early access. It'd finally be early access movies. Yeah. You get to watch it. It's like before pre post production. <laughs> it's before they they uh, they switch Christopher Plummer with Kevin Spacey. Yeah. I get to watch the Kevin Spacey version. Yes. <laughs> and then they've changed it. Oh, good lord. That's funny. That's amazing. I've had fun today. <laughs> right. I don't know how we got. I like we I like we that. like stumbled and fell, but we've made it. To that like, was hilarious. We got some time left, so we may as well do our topic now. Let's do our Oh, I don't know. Great. <laughs> yeah. Unless you had any more points you want to make. No, that's like a hundred and eighty percent of my points. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Um. So mine, yeah, mine is diving into a lot of the movies in today's times and just kind of like in general. Oh, that's right. Yours and like the so, lightning yeah, round. Yeah. So what? it's what? the oh. importance of ready, story dialogue mm. um, and where it's needed and where it's not. So it's something I've been like, it's been on my mind for ages, but I just don't know how to talk about it because I don't think people quite understand where I'm coming from. Because I grew up watching such old films and um, now watching these ones, I'm like, well, where's the dialogue gone yeah. in that, like, nice time? Because it's so... I'm with you 100% here. It's Because it's so, so efficient. I'm just curious what she means by old films. Oh, like, kind <laughs> like, of... Like Jurassic Park. late 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Casablanca is okay. a really yeah. big one. It's... Yeah. Casablanca has, like, five of the most quotable lines in film history. Mm-hmm. It's like, that is what... Film dialogue should look like. We saw it fairly recently at the deck, at the deck chair. Nice. Was on, I think this year, last year? I can't remember, but... We just, like, went, and it was just, like... Mm. It, it, it was yeah. black and white, and I was like, I didn't know what to expect. I'd never even seen a trailer for it. I just knew it was one of those films. Mm. And we were watching it, I was like, I've heard that line. I've heard... Oh my god! Yeah. I love this film. Yeah. I was like halfway through it. So I was nice. like, Jack, I know. Why have I, I seen this? Same with me. I, I don't know if it was just me. I feel like it took us. Or at least it took me. Because you kind of have to adjust your yeah, you mind do, yeah, a little yeah, bit. You're yeah. like, it's black and white. It's not as easily accessible. It's not yeah. like just tune out and like watch explosions. It's like you have to pay attention. Mm. It is black and white. It is a different time. They talk, you know, they sort of talk like this. And yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. Kind of, it's all, like, it's, it's very, you kind of have to put yourself in those shoes. But once, once, you, you're, once there, you're there, it's, yeah, it's, it's a good time. Yeah. Um, so, but if there's too much description, um, through the dialogue, there is also that running of the like risk of it. Exposition. Yeah, exposition of it um, through the dialogue. It runs the risk of it being boring, and it's like when you have to sit through a villain monologue. That <coughs> is you true sly evil. dog. Yeah, true <laughs> evil plan. Um, and it 
should be descriptive, but not also completely plain. So there's all these, like, there's so much to think about with dialogue, because I've kind of looked into script writing a little bit more, because mm. I want to start writing a play, but, um, which is actually a big inspiration of, like, you guys writing your plays. Oh. Thomas wrote a play, and it was actually amazing. Which, what, what play? It was the, I heard um, a past the musical. <laughs> I'd watch it. Do you mind doing me a Do you mind just checking the, the camera for the, um, I just got a, a um, flash. Just everything. Oh, just sure. if it's on. on. Is the battery on? Yeah. It's all running? It's all running? Cool, sorry. <laughs> okay, Thanks. cool. Right, edit that part out. <laughs> was, was this with Corrugated Iron? No, this was the Young Theatre playwriting. Oh, of course. It was sorry, I'm, my brain. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, so, okay. Which one was it? Like, the one you saw, the play reading. Um, oh, the live table read. Yeah. That was brilliant. We should do it on here. We should have a table read on the podcast. Mm. Yeah. We did once... For a short film that we sort of all worked on. Did we record that though? Nah, nah, nah. We, we, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We just did a reading of it. Yeah. And, and me, Matt, you and Felix. And we were in hysterics. That was so funny. Table readings mm. are so much fun. Yeah, mm. they can be great. That was really cool. That was at Brown's one. It was you and Costa. And I can't remember the two others. Their scripts. And yep, I just really out. liked that format. Like it was kind of... Yeah. I'm trying to think of the word. Like it wasn't polished because they had only really read it for the first time. But that mm. was like part of the charm. Like yeah. they were reading it for the first time. And... And you guys were hearing it from actors for the first time. Like, yeah. I was sort of Costa about it. Like, and like he had like a line written, and how he thought it was meant to be in his he- in his head. He had it, and then to hear the actor like deliver it completely different, <laughs> he was like, oh. And you kind of have that. You're like, mm, that's better actually. <laughs> or, like, or, or you think it's worse, perhaps. But yeah, I just yeah. that's a fun. It's a fun because there's not thing. much difference between because a conversation in real life is not something that you would ever write down and put into a film because conversations literally lead nowhere. But in films, they need to, they like they yeah, a film. You need to have it like Quentin Car- uh, Tarantino. You have to make it seem natural while still. He being... does it beautifully. He talks about um, they were like talking about hamburgers <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. at the start, and it was like they were talking about tomato rubbing um, foot massages and stuff. But it was all went towards the story but you didn't notice and it was just like until if you're actually analyzed you're like oh my god that's what they're meaning my favorite quote ever about writing is the anton Chekhov one where it's like you know don't tell them the moon is shining don't you got to show them the glint of light on on glass or whatever the quote is but it's, it's like that it's like you know you can't have two guys walk into a room and talk to each other about how tough they are or whatever you know you have to show that through the dialogue mm. and and the way they move even like the whole thing about mm. Yeah, it's it's cool. Dialogue is so important. <laughs> there was a thing. There was a script thing. Actually, it was two. It was like two excerpts. And one, it's like, it's like the wife comes home to the husband, and she's like, "We're broke, and I hate you," or something <laughs> like that. And it's like that's you shouldn't. It's like, yeah, yeah. and then it had like the way it was like it was, it was redone. It's like the wife came home, the husband was like lying on the couch, and it was like everything was just written sort of thing. It's yeah. like yeah, it's like like it's like you're an alcoholic. It's like instead of just saying that, it was like. She saw her husband surrounded by bottles. Yeah. Sort of thing. Mm. Just, I mean, I'm a big fan of that as well. The show Don't Tell, which like is why I like Stanley Kubrick a lot. Because like, having good. this... The three billboards as well. Sorry. Mm. But oh. the writer of those... Yeah. I can't remember his name. Martin McDonough. Yes. I love him. So yeah. good. One of my favorites. Because like, what else did he do? having these ideas in my head for a while, I'd noticed that so many movies in today's times, especially in comedy, they don't... Um, balance between visual sound and dialogue, they kind of just always end up using dialogue to tell us the big details in mm. the story. And that's why comedies are just such a 
flat thing for me at the moment because they're not like it's like singing in the rain is like such a classic because it's such short quick um not only are they saying like really short quick um punchlines they're actually like showing it yeah. the way they're dancing all over the place and just like with the microphone scene how she's like trying to figure out the microphone and she's just like this and like talking really loud and then going really quiet and it's just really funny because they're using like all elements of their like surroundings and stuff yeah i haven't seen a comedy that really made me laugh out loud mm. in a while Game night was game the last one. Game, game night, night. okay, yeah, yeah no, that, game night was amazing. And that, that had like the cinematography in that movie was way incredible. better than it needed to be. Like it was so totally. good. Because that's the interesting. I think I was reading something. Did you guys watch the Nerd Writer on YouTube? Have you seen any of his videos? Yeah, like his video yeah. essays and stuff like that. Actually, I actually don't know if this one was him. I might be giving him <laughs> false credit. But basically, <laughs> shout out though. Basically, it was like comedies. Yeah, it's just like a conversation, and then they just like they just film it essentially like they just sort of turn the cameras on and they were praising Edgar Wright in the way he does the visual comedy sort of thing like he does he does the comedy out of the way he does like it's not just a, a joke it's like he'll, yeah. he'll 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 pull comedy from mm. the blocking of the actors or the, yes. or, the, or the or just the scene or the transitions like when he does those fast cuts and yeah. stuff like that like and I think that's yeah like visual comedy is so good in that way because you, you just pull it yeah, I think that's why Game Night worked so well. It wasn't just jokes. It was yeah. it was all scenario based. Like where he's yeah. trying to clean the dog and like and the, the blood's yeah. like going everywhere and it just and like trying and to get the like, bullet I out was, of the arm. Me, like, me and my girlfriend at the time, we were like we were crying like in like it was <laughs> so yeah. it's funny. Like, Archer as well, like the animated show Archer. Yeah. If you guys have ever seen that. Like right. just the simpleness of those jokes. Like they'll have a they'll have like a scene transition to the next scene halfway through a line of dialogue. So they have a completely different set of characters finish it. And even though they're unrelated, it's so funny. Like, just um, little things. Because yeah. it's like, so... <coughs> so what's sort of the more the point you're trying to hone in on here? Yeah, so... Sorry, um, <laughs> sorry no, that no. wasn't meant to be rude at all. Hold on. I also love it when directors use sound and <laughs> visuals to set the story instead of using dialogue. Mm. So, like, dialogue is just, like, another platform for people to be really impacted by the characters. Yeah. So, like, the biggest one for me is Blade Runner 2049. That was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Sorry, I thought we were still on comedies. I was like... When she said like I love you and then she died, like Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I see the iron No, that's um, right, sorry. Continue. Yeah, okay, hold on, I've lost it. So the issue I see in um in film at the moment is directors using dialogue to explain simple things because it's just in reality People, when they, like, talk in real life, they're never... When, like, two people know each other and have mm. some sort of relationship, they don't actually need to say something that they both say. So they come yeah. in and they go, our oh, parents dead. What are we going to do? <laughs> That's just really bad script writing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a thing of, like, what... Because the down point for it was, I think my biggest thing is dialogue is... Um, dialogue's sole artistic... Um, option and what it's really designed for is to reveal not the plot but the characters instead which yeah. is something yeah. that quentin turn oh, I, I don't know if that's always the case but like, i like that concept yeah and um 
It's but it's like just the magician. What is it? It's like look at that hand, but not what I'm doing with mm. this one. Almost, it's like mm. so it's baiting like a... you with one conversation. Yeah, sorry. No, no, no. And um, <clears throat> what like what do you guys think? That creates like good dialogue because that's what I think. In the end, is that it's not about the plot, but it's about the character. Yeah, instead. well, some of my favorite film writers, uh, the very verbose ones like Martin McDonough so good. and Aaron so, Sorkin. Seven Psychopaths is another one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, in she, Bruges. She, they did that one. They, oh, in Bruges, this, yes. They and did Three Billboards. Yeah, um, they're all great. So, so yeah. good. When, when you said this was going to be our topic earlier today, my first two thoughts was Martin McDonough, whose name I forgot, and Aaron Sorkin. Oh, me too. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. so you, you know go. what my first one was, which is why well, I was happy you said Quentin Tarantino. My first thing immediately came to mind when you are talking about dialogue and scenes or the absence of Inglorious Bastards, like Tarantino, yeah. like that opening scene, especially it's with that so rising true. tension, like that is yeah. one of the best scenes ever. Like it's when just, where he talks about other stuff, it's like, can I have another glass of your delicious yeah. milk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it just like you're just like, fuck, this is creepy. And then yeah. it just, and then when he just slowly calls him out, he's like, you're hiding them under your floorboards, aren't you? And his face is, they cut back to him, and it's like his face is completely changed. He's yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's so bad Tarantino does that so well Tarantino is, is genius yeah and I think the thing I really I read about him is like he it is the silliness because it is he talks about stuff that doesn't seem integral to the plot yeah like like quarter pound of a cheese and stuff like that Jeez. but it's like so endearing it kind of makes it more real yeah. because people do just talk about that's how like a that. character becomes like three dimensional <laughs> yeah and I think it's similar with Aaron Sorkin's stuff. The, the characters just talk endlessly about seemingly meaningless things. You've seen The West Wing. You must Absol- have. I love The West Wing. They're just talking the whole time and not about what's going on here well, usually. It's so good. But it you works. just I, love yeah. them. I think it, I, he was my second person I was thinking of, I guess. Is like, and I was like, oh, yeah. like really standout dialogue. And yeah, a quote I heard about him, it's like, he's really good at writing the way people don't talk. So I think because people <laughs> right. do, it is very heightened and crazy, yeah, yeah. but you just kind of, you just watch it. And I think it is better in some things than others. Like, mm. like I've heard the newsroom, it's like, it's, it's to him. Like it's it can like, get quite let him, idealistic. Yeah, of, yeah. It's like, he's got free reign. He's got too much power. Whereas I think when he's under like a, a someone else, yeah, like, yeah. like the social network where he's sort of with David Fincher, I think it like, it, it brings it back down, I think. Yeah. And yeah, I've heard the West. I've not seen the West Wing, but that's really good. Mm. And I was going to bring up, right? yeah. I was going to bring up Jobs as well, the Steve Jobs movie. Yeah, oh. yeah. And that, that movie, they're all I, good that, films. There we go. Steve I thought that Jobs. was okay, but the funny thing about that movie mm. was hearing Aaron Sorkin dialogue come out of like an eight-year-old, his daughter. Yeah, she starts talking like him, and I was like, "Bravo, this little girl who's like having to deliver these chunky, <laughs> chunky lines of dialogue." And it's because all his all his characters are so uber confident, and like sort of thing. They all like talk really quickly yeah. and things it's like just, that. Yeah, and yeah which, it's snappy, which I'm like, there's no way an eight year old is this yeah. snappy and confident. She's like, like I can't even remember the scene, but it was just, I was just like, it made me so uncomfortable because she's quipping along with Michael Fassbender. Sort of thing. Like, I love that movie; it's <clears throat> intense. It is good. Mm. Anything Aaron Sorkin writes, like, yeah, it can be a little bit like hyper realistic, but it still works. Mm. I don't know. And just flipping it around to how you said, you know, some movies have too much bad dialogue and stuff. I there are some movies that I think should have no dialogue, that they'd be great if they were a silent film. Mm. Um, <laughs> and say that. <laughs> so, on your last episode, I saw you talked about The Last Airbender. Um, I think if it had no dialogue, it'd be great. You did say, oh, yeah. say you were going to Because the dialogue, <laughs> the honestly, the, music, the dialogue uh, is fine. what kills it in yeah. that film. 
They said everything wrong. I've forgotten. I, when I say forgotten, I've forced out of my mind most of that film, so I, I'll have I, to take your word for it. I, you know, I couldn't agree more it with you I didn't that. Miss, I, didn't, yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I actually it. watched it I was once like, a month. I need, I need to hate something <laughs> Just to today. remind myself. You have your days where you just need to put all your hate into something. I watched The Last Airbender, and I just hate it all over again. It's beautiful. Okay. Cool. I've been quiet for long enough. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to get into it, but... Yeah. That does... You just... You've brought back so many sort of painful and good <laughs> memories, though. <laughs> we because actually that got film does That film does star, and it's like Avatar Ong or something. Where right. Everyone was like, isn't it Ang? And then, like, they said Avatar weird as well. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was from the get-go. That was from the opening crawl. And already it was like... <laughs> I remember you that. I was, I was in the cinema and I was like, four people had me like, physically <laughs> like, repulsed. One of my topics I want to have is unpopular opinions. Like, if we're brave enough to do that. <gasps> because honestly, Thomas, when those yeah. trailers came out, and I said this on the last part because I thought yeah. this was going to be the film to bring him back. Yeah. Because I thought the trailers were really cool. Yeah. And the music, the I agree. The visuals and the soundtrack. The visuals are huh? really, on the, the, the water when they bring him out. Yes. Like, and even Upper. Upper looks really good. At yeah. least back then, from my memory, it looked really good. Yeah. And even the cinematography, there's like a scene in there where they're fighting in the Earthbender Temple. It's all like one shot. They do one shot stuff. It's and amazing. And I was like, this is pretty Dude. cool. There's some great choreography yeah, yeah. I was like this I, is... all right, I actually might watch it again I was like this is pretty cool but <laughs> I'll watch it with you, you but can... <laughs> yeah it's just it's just kind of point out other good stuff yeah it's just a bit I from memory none of the characters are very likable mm-hmm. it's just not yeah. got any of the charm it's a bit odd and messy and it's one of those things where they're trying to cram an entire season of a show into a movie and, and a great show and the yeah. oh the show's like one of the best shows of all time and like but with the movie and it was like yeah, it's just one of those things like it doesn't necessarily stand on its own because it was probably made as a trilogy and then nobody yeah. liked it so they didn't continue that, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Because another but, film, yeah. in the whole dialogue, the, what they did really <coughs> amazing was the short film, the well, not short film, the science film that they did. It was 2012, The Artist. Have yeah. any of you guys have I seen that? It. Won the Oscar. That is an amazing film. And they made that in, I think it was like 75 I days. I not Oh, I, I actually borrowed it once from a video store and library thing <coughs> and I didn't get time. I, it's oh, been on my list for so long. And mm. they talk oh, at the end, which just makes it... Spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> spoilers for the artist. Oh, yeah. wow. People are going to be frothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's four like, people in Darwin that have seen that film and, and three of them are in this room. <laughs> I like, because we don't get it up here, but unless it like wins the Oscar, then it's suddenly yeah. out in cinema. And I, I saw it and I loved it and then I took a whole bunch of friends to see it. I, I, I love that movie. I love it. Fun. I, I want to watch it. The point it was a very was, fun film. Yeah, and it was funny too. They, they, the it was the really dog sweet was hilarious. Yeah. 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 I was reading the thing and the dog's just like this. And then he, and he puts down the dog copies. It's really cute. Mm. It's a great film. I will watch it. I will um, watch it. Yeah. So like there is that whole level there to the whole idea of dialogue. And that it isn't always needed. Yeah. And that you can do a film completely silent with no dialogue. And it is just as beautiful as something with the dialogue in it. Mm. It's just there's... I just have noticed in today's times that dialogue has just kind of been thrown in because they feel the need that it needs to be. And that for them to... In order for them to explain or show or develop a movie that the character needs to actually say what's happening yeah but really there's different things to help you with it for me dialogue and i say this like all the time in terms of viewing films as a writer you know dialogue is all about 
you know the way the film is written so it's plot as well like it's mm. all it's all one thing you know I don't even want to see what this says <laughs> <laughs> this is why I sort of saved your topic for last because I knew we'd all sort of dive into it I think with mm. the way like I think we the all more kind we of, talk about it the more well, things come the more exactly I'm like I'm like like things I'm thinking are Watchmen, Sicario. I, yeah, I mean, like Watchmen is. Great. I'm thinking the um on the they did a bonus feature for the Last Jedi with no sound except the soundtrack. It's kind of an amazing different experience. It's just John Williams' soundtrack. Is that so. actually true? It's or true. Just... Yeah, no, it's a thing. It's actually a bonus feature. Can we do an episode of the podcast where we watch that and we dub it? <laughs> can we please do that Jack please <laughs> Jack um, Jack can we I'll think about it we'll put a pin in there right. um, uh, um, we might have got in there and really quickly Jack. a last question as well is that should I strongly believe that well in a lot of cases is movie trailers and we were talking about it last episode too that they go on for too long and that they drag on yeah. but you know <laughs> What if they, trailers, a lot of trailers just took dialogue out of it and showed us like a small scene or just showed us a couple more Because what they do at the moment is they even... put dialogue into it. They'll show a scene and then they'll have like voiceovers mm. of all other parts of the movie. Well, that's what I was going to bring like up. Star Wars. The new Venom trailer. Yeah. It's it's like that editor, like he did a Herculean task of <laughs> doing that first monologue. It's literally every second word feels like it's from a different scene. It's like my name. It rock, <laughs> and I was walking to the facility. Like it's very, it's, and it's already a, a funny Tom Hardy like, voice. Like, yeah, hmm, like I, I don't. I feel like people are split on that movie. I see people sharing it, being like, "Fuck yeah!" And I'm like, "I think it's gonna be fucking terrible." I don't know. You, yeah, you I, I, I don't know. Think that. I, I'm, not, I'm keen for it. And I'm, I'm half and half. I think like, there are gonna be yeah, some really yeah. good scenes in it. But as an overall film, it's not going to be good. I, I think I was sold on it until I saw the Venom vs. Venom thing. I was like, even in a villain origin story, we still have to get the, like... I've watched that scene. I, it's like it's like Transformers movie. I'm like, it's just like CGI... Spot Black like, Huey like, mess. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I can't comprehend it. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Mm. <sighs> this, no, I um, never, never... I had high hopes for it, and I don't. I think hope. I, will. I still hope it's good. I just oh, yeah. there's bits of it already that I'm just like I don't want to watch that on the big screen. Mm. Yeah, I want to have a think about sort of the final kind of points you want to make on this topic because we're running a little bit over an hour now, mm. but I don't mind. <laughs> but I want to wrap up eventually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so well, let me just finish think. by saying. Um, well, all right. Uh, one quick story. Sicario <laughs> is a great film if you guys haven't yeah, seen it, and the second totally. one's out soon if it's not already. I yeah, think it's but been it's a different director. I haven't I haven't heard if it's good or not. So, mm. so. but Sicario apparently Benicio del Toro plays this really mysterious sort of character, and apparently had heaps of dialogue and exposition explaining who he was and his backstory. And then when he took the character, he cut like eighty percent of it or some ridiculous like eighty percent of his lines. He was just like, the character won't work if I'm saying all this. So I guess less is more, you know, for dialogue. I think not always, but, yeah. you know, cut out the bull. You know, let us just see and, and gain the story through, you know, the character moments, I guess. Anyway, yeah. Watchmen is a great film. <laughs> I say it every podcast and the dialogue in Watchmen is great. <laughs> or even the absence of. They have so many scenes just set to yep. music. Like, yeah. Uh, yep. uh, like the opening. Like that's just, oh, that's just all visual montages yes. set to Best Bob Dylan's opening. song. Yeah. Best um, opening. Like I've that's really good. Um, so good. That's I mean, my last point. That was I'm not sort of, talking again on this podcast. That was like a scrap topic. It was like soundtracks and stuff like that. But I think 
We won't necessarily get into... What? What? What, what do you say? Why are you annoyed? As Sean's finished talking on this podcast, it's just us three now. Just... One down. Yeah. Um, 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 yeah. Not to... Because my point was, going back to the last airbender, going way back when I was talking about that, with unpopular opinions, is, yeah, I don't say that. I don't pray. I don't give that film any praise because I know people get livid if you like you're like well I thought this one part that I the films are just, oh, like, they just get visibly angry I think like there's a few films like that like Shrek 3 is up there if you said anything about good about Shrek 3 people just you just like execute I like Shrek 3 dialogue in Shrek 2 oh you're a big fat liar here you go I Here's tried, your I tried. that was my silent film moment I guess oh I mean my last point is that I've just got um, the Spider-Man 3 Venom theme stuck in my head now, which is a really cool theme. It goes like, ba-da-da-da-da-da. It's really jazzy. Yeah, there you go. I mean, again, that was one of the scrapped ideas was best soundtracks. And, Next and, week. But then, because they get mixed up with scores, but I think they'll have to sit on that one. Because oh. I think for, it's more, I guess, the way directors use that stuff. Like, I think... I, I, I think made that mistake. Zack even... Snyder get, is, like, he's really good with utilizing, I think, music and soundtracks yeah. and... Like, even with Guardians and stuff like that, uh, The Galaxy and Edgar Wright, like, in, again, like what I mentioned with Stanley Kubrick, because he's a very visual storyteller, which is also, I guess, why I like a lot of animated stuff as well, because they can do, like, I just watched The Little Tale Dorado, and that humor is so witty and snappy, but it also has so much visual visual comedy, because with animation, you have such great control over that, you have, like, yeah. immediate control of the timing, and as films get more advanced with the visual effects... We see that now, especially with Guardians of the Galaxy. Like you can have a photo kind of realistic raccoon, and he just—he's so snappy and can keep mm. up. To, he can keep up with the real actors and stuff like that. I'll check it later. Yeah, it's too many. I'll just keep going. Number thirty-two, whatever. Because um, yeah, there's that scene in the Eldorado where they're on the boat and the seagull lands, and it's like <laughs> and it like collapses, <laughs> and they're all like about to eat it, and there's no dialogue. It's like, and then like and the shark just like eats it, and then they just start crying, and it's just like such a cool visual gag. But even, um, I'm surprised none of you guys actually mentioned it. I'm not the biggest fan of the movie personally, but Wally, the first uh, yeah. 40 minutes of that film is silent, I believe, yeah. or it's just sound Didn't effects. Think of it. Sound effects. Mm. That's another Well, because I prefer, I like, because I, I don't know, I just. Now well, I'm just thinking of stuff like Emperor's New Groove and. Yeah, mm. but I think Wally specifically, because there, there is like no dialogue. It's just like the yeah, noises yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. But I, I really like the short film on the DVD, Bernie, because that's like. It's sort of like a condensed version of Wally, which is why I like it so much more. It's like okay. four minutes, and it's just, just the using the expressions and like because they're just robots, so it's like they just kind of like sigh and tilt kind of thing. They don't like express that much, but he's just he's basically just trying to complete his one little task that this robot is designed to do, and he can't do it. And it's just oh, it's really cool. But um, Cute. you mentioned Aaron Sorkin in the dialogue. I don't know. Do you have any? Closing points. No, just that was like kind of my closing point is that Dude. movies need to get better. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> big call. Dropping the you say that like every podcast. Like, yeah, do you? Oh, yeah. How I do you know? <laughs> I'm very excited. Movies are going to get better. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm looking forward to that. <clears throat> I guess. Because we were good. talking about like mo- uh, going yeah, to the cinema and we're talking about like how people just watch stuff at home. And they, like you said, people just have it on in the background. Maybe that's why they do so much exposition because people don't pay attention anymore. Yeah, that's probably it. That's my point. People are actually what too you just stupid. said. People have it on in the background and play Overwatch instead of watching. 
Yeah, but I don't do that do... with shit films. I don't I know, do that. I know, with, but like... you, you're probably like you could be missing all this visual comedy. I suppose. I'm not. I'm not talking no, you. No, I mean no, people no, in no. general. Like, I think people don't have that attention span, so they can just list like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I kind of did it for Mad Men because that show is all about dialogue and talking. There's not yeah. a lot of action in Mad Men. Yeah. And so like, I did kind of do other things. Like I, I was doing like uni assignments and just had Mad Men on. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I like was sort of half watching it, and that show is phenomenal. And like, yeah. but that's what I mean. If if a film was silent or visual, it kind of requires like 100% of your attention. Yeah. And I think people just don't give, what you looking, what? people just don't give their attention as much yeah. anymore, which is what we're talking about. Yeah. That's so why true. everyone should stuff. subscribe to Iron Pass, okay? <laughs> to bring it back around. Boom. Iron Pass TM. Sean Pass. Tom Pass is closing, so you can just go with the other ones. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, Mine's it's just the Loot Crate box. You just pay $6 and <laughs> You don't know what movies are going to come out. <laughs> just six of them. <laughs> and you're like, oh, like, I really wanted the good one. <laughs> like, that's how I get you. Because, like, you might get it in a different... It's like just gambling. <laughs> yeah, just... I hate your idea. It makes me so angry. That's brilliant. Have any of you seen the film Sideways? No. Never heard of it. The Paul Giamatti yeah. and Thomas Hayden Church from Spider-Man 3. Who, why is he not in more things? Who's Thomas, Thomus Hayden Church. Isn't he the he's uh, the Sandman. Mm. Oh, cool, yeah. He sort of talks. He's like, I have a daughter who's very sick. Or, he yeah. played the teacher in Easy oh, so I just watched him in Daddy's Home. So he's the good. boss. He's like, what did that story have to do with it? Oh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, But it's a good story. Like, <laughs> like He just is so deadpan always. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just wish he's he was in more dry, things. But good. Sideways is a really well-made film. And yeah, oh, they, too. And he's great in it. And it's all about like wine, and there's a great scene where he's kind of he's talking about this bottle of wine or the way he likes wine, but it's all metaphors for like him as a person kind of thing. Right. He's like, oh, I like this wine because it needs to be like you can't just bust it out all the time, or like you need to like take care of it. It needs to be like open slowly, sort of thing, <laughs> to allow like the aromas to to seep into so it's oh, I'm, no. doing, I'm doing a horrible job butchering the dialogue but <laughs> it, it is like, it's all kind of metaphorical for him yeah. that was, it just came to mind as well when mm. we are talking about the way dialogue can be two different things or sh- it should be deeper it shouldn't mm. just yeah. be <laughs> I don't know hi I'm entering the it's scene like, now there yeah. should be less of it but it should have more in it it needs layers less is like more, yeah. onions yeah. <laughs> it's a quotable line it's, yeah. it's a perfect example <laughs> Nail. Um, <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, I got yeah. the nails. Alright, end it there. End it there. We've all given yeah. our last points. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just put a thinking face, but no. Yeah. That's right. Well <laughs> done. I'm, I'm done. Okay. Speaking of too much dialogue, when Finn in Last Jedi is like, hey, they He's hate that. Yeah, yeah, they hate that ship. <laughs> what a terrible one. Where they're wow. shooting the Millennium Falcon. He's like, oh, they hate that ship. It's like, one line. He didn't it's like five that. words. And it's, it's much, true. It's and it's, he's having a good time. <laughs> and I'm having a good time. Okay? They do hate that shit. <laughs> I know that. I don't need him to tell me that. Everyone else in the audience doesn't. <laughs> or the kids. That's what like, I mean. Everything's so <laughs> self-aware now. That that's the other, everything's so <laughs> self-aware. They have to point it out now. Like in Jurassic World, oh when he's gosh. like, look, look at my shirt about Jurassic Park. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> like, and they're like, shouldn't talk about that. People die. <laughs> God, just shut up. Just, yeah, I'm agree. Just everyone, everyone shut up. Everyone movies. shut up. That's a fair point. Like, I'm not actually going to defend that line of things. Like, that could, I wouldn't be sad if they cut that out. Mm. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to watch the silent version of The Last Jedi. 
What's The Quiet Place too? Have you seen that? I love The Quiet Place. There you go. Yes. Oh, the first scene go. in The Quiet Place? Just yeah. The whole, the whole movie. Well, the whole movie, but particularly the first scene is... Is that where they're walking in the... In the shop? Attack? So it's the strikingly, oh. like, quiet one mm. where you're hearing the people with popcorn around you and everything. That, that had um, everyone, like, there's the trailer before it where it's like, turn off yeah. your phone or whatever it is. And it's, that's literally how that film is. You're like, I'm like trying to eat, like, so quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can hear, like, your own heartbeat, like, when you watch that movie. Yeah. It's That has a brilliant movie. an incredible effect on audience people. It does. It's an amazing use of It was of a silence. very good concept. Mm. I think hopefully I still haven't seen it because I have to wait till. Um, to well, that's your problem. Films. You're like, oh, no, there's I... no good films with dialogue. There's a perfectly good one that everyone loves, and you're like, no. yeah, but if please, it's not on I own a past. I'm not watching it. it. No, but it's scary. <laughs> I have to skip through all the scary parts. I'm someone who can't just watch a horror film. I freak wow. out. I oh, caught I you can't. before just watching Black Swan, and that's like... thats I didn't know that was a horror. I, that's my strategy, is we shouldn't have pitched Quiet Place as a horror. We should just... Yeah, it's a it's family a drama. drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's family drama. The Quiet Place, because they're playing the quiet game. Get out yeah. Who can keep quiet? Just an and a half of dead fish. Yeah. Because <laughs> when he was like, when I was watching Black Swan, you were like, oh, you shouldn't watch this at night. It's scary. I was like, it's scary? I was like, this is actually really good. <laughs> so I'm like, now I'm just like kind of put it away. Like, it's a romance. Right. I know. It's a sexy. I know. I should have said that. <laughs> All right, guys. We should probably wrap up then. Let's but yeah. is there anything, not about the topic, but is there anything that you want to plug or anything that's coming up? Any movies you're excited about? Or anything? That are coming out? Um, or just anything you want to plug? How's your short film coming along? Oh, good. Yeah, I'm editing a short, editing a short film. Um, it'll be at the Darwin International Film Festival. Uh, it's one of the Spark films. Um, uh, I think they're showing on the 16th of um, September, which is a Sunday, at the Deck Chair Cinema. So if you're in Darwin, I hope I got the dates right and stuff. Iona helped make it. Yeah, um, definitely going to be there. And everything's good. And thank you. There we go. Thomas, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. We'll oh, have to get you back for soundtracks and Star Wars and whatnot. I love soundtracks and Star Wars. Cool. <laughs> we do too. <laughs> Good. I mean, but it's, it's okay. not part of the original trilogy. It's the Venom theme. You should look it up. It actually does sound like uh, that. Well, I just um, like the Mission Impossible, that friction song. I had that in my head the whole time. Oh. Can't fight the friction. And that is a good trailer. We're speaking of good trailers. Yeah. The trailer nailed it. Anyway, guys, join us <laughs> after this for the Mission Impossible Fallout spoiler cast. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thomas, thank Bye. you for coming. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You guess every week. <laughs> I don't want to cost on next don't, week. Don't promise that. <laughs> I'm, I'm running out of friends. <laughs> <laughs>